Well, hello everyone, and welcome back to the Nesbit Connection Podcast. Uh, I have to admit, this podcast is uh, it, it, it's a little different than what I was expecting, even myself. And it's only because uh, I would consider this what I would call my Christmas podcast, because uh, that's going to, it's going to be uh, the December podcast. Of course, Christmas falls in December. And you know, Christmas can be, I think, a, a very emotional time of the year. And I, and I think not only that it's emotional, but we need to pay attention not only to our own emotions, but I really believe we have to pay very close attention to the emotions of the people who, you know, who are on our team. Because I, I'm going to tell you, I've lived through, uh, obviously, a lot of Christmases and worked through a lot of Christmases, and, it, you know, it, it can be very draining. Uh, it, it can be. And I just I wanted to kind of put a bit of a spin on this to help you, obviously, connect with your people, because that's what leaders are supposed to do. We're supposed to connect with their people, and uh, I want to make sure that, you know, Obviously, you connect with them well. You know, as they leave to go home for their Christmas break, a lot of places shut down for maybe a couple of weeks of Christmas. And I think it's very important that, you know, us as leaders, that we take the time to connect with people, you know, be- before they go home for their holidays. One of the things I think it's safe to say is that, you know, uh, you know, the more authority we have, and quite often, you know, as we move up in the company, it's not uncommon for us to spend less time with our people. You know, let's face it, we get removed from the people sometimes that are actually out there doing the work. You know, if you're in a senior leadership role, you know, quite often we don't get to see them. And I think it's more important than ever, you know, this December, uh, this time of the year to go and see your people. They want to see you. You know, I I know myself, it's hard to believe anybody would want to see me, but there are people that want to see me. And, you know, it's almost comical because, you know, my wife just wants to spend time with me and I sometimes don't understand that, but she does. And sometimes it can be just that simple. You know, for those of you that, you know, I've talked about this before in my past podcasts, but the the interesting thing is that I spent, you know, well over 25 years, you know, crushing rock. And, you know, I was very fortunate. I managed, you know, half a dozen sites all over the province. And, and we crushed, we'll call it, millions of tons a year. And, you know, the, the important thing to remember is, is that when you love what you do, it's not a job. It's a way of life. And it becomes a way of life for you. And, and then not only does it become a way of life for you, but I think a lot of us are actually guilty of maybe trading in or replacing our real family with our work family. You know, I, I can I can tell you, I, I for you know, I spent way more time, we'll say, with the with the the, the people I worked with uh, than I did my family. So of course it becomes a way of life to us, and it's, it becomes our work family. And I I can remember, we'll say. You know, many Christmases, because we typically shut down, you know, the say the 20th of December, maybe the first or second week of January. And I remember actually going home, and I, and I shouldn't have felt this way, but I actually felt somewhat sad going home because I wasn't going to be with the people that I love working with. I wasn't going to be able to see the rock coming off the belts. I wasn't going to be able to see everything. You know, I wasn't going to be able to be where the action was. You got to remember going to work for me was a bit like going to play to the X games, you know, those extreme games. Cause you see, that's where my strength zone was. And I was happiest when I was working in my strength zone, just like you are. Cause you got to remember we're all addicted to the same. You know, we get tired, we get so used to going into work, you know, seeing the same people, doing the same job, we get addicted to it. 
and because we get addicted to it, you know, it's, it's you know, let's just say that perception becomes our reality. That's that's who we are. It becomes a it, it becomes who we are, and it's a way we identify. And and not only that is that one of the things I heard actually a guy say this one time, and he says, you know, my windshield always gets dirty on the inside. I get bugs on the inside that bug me. And of course, some of this, you know, at Christmas time, you know, we get looking at stuff and it starts to bug us. And of course, it it, it kind of uh, you know it affects our attitude and and of course how we you know actually get along in the world. So I just want to kind of throw a few things out with you that I think it will be good, you know, for not only for you, but I think it'd be very good for your team to go and see them at Christmas time. You know, I, I can speak with experience, and I'm not here to say anything negative about anybody, but I know what it's like to go to an amazing Christmas party on, on a Saturday and have the owner, will say, come in on a Monday and drive through the yard and not even wave to the people on the site. You know, but meanwhile, though, Saturday night at the party, the owner, of course, was very friendly and waving and laughing and just the nicest person you'd ever meet, but, you know, forgot to wave to the people on Monday. So, of course, I want to just kind of remind you that, you know, this time of the year, you know, it's so important that you got to wave to your people and stuff like that. Because, boy, I'm going to tell you, it's... Uh some of those small things, you got to remember, you know, with people, the small things are the big things. And of course, we got to be careful with that. Uh, you know, so just for what it's worth, I, I, I want to talk with some of the stuff, of course, you know, how we can possibly get out. And I hear this all the time, and I'm sure you do too. I'm probably, you're probably living it. You know, we just sometimes want to see the leader. Uh, you know, I, I hear it all the time where we go to go to different sites and, you know, they, I'll kind of, I'll even sometimes ask, hey, when was the last time you seen, you know, the, the leader out here on the site? And I you got no idea how many times people are laughing in my face. They just think, <laughs> you haven't seen them. And, and, and I know that as we get busy and we, as we move up through the company and we've got other obligations, you know, such as maybe, uh, you know, labor relations and all the other stuff that's got to go on with this labor relations. I mean, like maybe union meetings, stuff like that you have to go to. We can't lose sight of the fact that the most important people that we have are the people are the ones out there getting it done. And we cannot forget about them. Nobody ever feels your intentions. They only feel your actions. And of course, you know, when you get down to actions, let's just face it here, attention is the greatest gift you can give to somebody. You know, because we always think of their emotions, and if we give somebody a bit of attention, it, it's going to go a long ways. And, and I'm here to say that, you know, it's, some of the stuff is a lot easier to talk about than it is to do. But we have to, you know, we have to make a constant effort to get out and see people because, you know, we don't know what they're going through. You know, we, we literally have people showing up for work, uh, you know, this day and age, we'll say, with, with a knapsack full of heartache and grief. It, it, you know, mental illness is real. You know, I'm, I'm continually amazed when I get to work with leaders and I'll ask them, hey, what's your biggest trouble? How can I help you? And, and I've never had this before, but I have people telling me now, you know, that they have problems with anxiety. And these are big, strong men with calloused hands that are very intimidating. You would never expect them to be suffering with anxiety. You know, I heard it said a long time ago that, you know, that if you'll sweat with your people, they can handle the heat. And, you know, us as leaders, we have to get out and we got to sweat with them. I've often heard the story about how Herb Kelleher, who was the CEO of Southwest Airlines, once a month used to go and load baggage on the planes with his team. Even on holidays, he'd go and he'd surprise them and he'd load, actually load baggage on the planes on holidays. I'll tell you one, another story not long ago, I was actually listening to an audiobook. Uh, I believe the name of the audiobook was called uh, Made in America. It's a story of uh, Walmart. But Sam Walton 
would would actually drive around with a truck driver one day a month and just you know ask the truck driver what his views were and what he saw. And he always said, like this is Sam Walton. He always said that he got he would learn more from a truck driver than he would from his people in the front office that he worked with. And I believe that because the people closest to the fire, you know, always know what's going on. You know, it, it, it's they do. And it, but but the problem with you know sometimes as leaders. You know, when we're running companies, running sites, whatever the case may be, we sometimes can get immune to what's going on and we don't pay attention to it. You know, you've heard the story, you know, that the painters can't smell the paint, right? And a classic example, I remember when I was a kid, we had this farmer that lived around the, you know, just literally around the road from us there. And I remember Barry took me over to his barn one time and out, in the, out in, the, in the barn with all the cattle and the pigs. And I just, I just loved going out to the barn with Barry. That was like a highlight of my life. And I remember one time going to the barn with Barry and I said, you know, you not smell this awful smell? He said, no, you get used to it after a while. And the thing is, is like, that's what happens to us sometimes on the job sites. You know, we, we get so used to going there and not seeing the people and not paying attention to them, you know, that, that it just, it, it, it becomes a habit. And that's a very, very bad habit. And sometimes, you know, it's safe to say that we lose our way. You know, and our way is, is that we have to make sure that we have to pay attention to the people on our team, because they are the most important thing on our team. Uh, you know, I, I think at the, right now we'll say that in business, uh, you know, the, the, the biggest thing we have to do right now, is, of course, is attract people. You know, and not only attract them, but to retain them. You know, I, I've heard it said that, you know, that retention is the new acquisition. And, and, you know, just by going and saying hello to people and saying hi to them, you know, the best leaders are always the best connectors. You know, we can get out there and we can connect with them. And it can be hard to do. Sometimes, and I'll, I'll give you an example. Sometimes I've been in groups and I've met with people where I have found it easier to talk to a group of 30 than it is sometimes to talk one-on-one with somebody. And that probably that's because I'm an introvert and sometimes I just don't know, you know, what to say to them. And, and that's part of it all. But the thing is, is, you know, maximum learning is always a result of maximum involvement. So if you want to get out there and learn about those people, you know, that are on your team, you got to go and talk to them and you got to get involved with them. Because you got to remember that, you know, most of us respond to people who respond to us. And, and you know, it, 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 we, got, we got to talk to people. We got to go spend a bit of time with them. And, you know, whether we like it or not, you know, we're living what, what I call a, a generation that lives for the likes. You know, let's face it, there's so many people on social media, on Instagram and Twitter or whatever, that, you, you know, that, that they, they post something and they can't wait to get the like. Meanwhile, they work all day and they never hear a thing about a like. Nobody ever says they did a good job, you know, and, you know, nobody ever says you're doing good. And, and not only that is it, you know, I think it's safe to say that this time of the year, more than ever, we have to be going around and, and telling people, hey, look, you're really good at what you do, and I can see you know, your future, and, and, and we've got to paint a story and tell them a story of what, what their future looks like. Because, you know, let's face it, if they're going to go home for a week or two at Christmas time, to them, their future will say is uncertainty, and they need to know that when they come back, where they're going, what they're going to be doing, so they have something to look forward to. You know, by sharing stories like that, you know, we're, we're showing them what, where their future lies. And, of course, they need to see that. 
And, and not only that, you know, you know, they want to be appreciated, not impressed. And of course, is if we can show them that we appreciate them, and, and we can show them where we're going to go and, and whatnot, I, I think it's really going to help. And, you know, t- t- myself, I'm the same way, and, and I'm sure they are too. You know, their attitudes, because you got to remember, since I'm from the country, I can, you know, I kind of like using, you know, we'll call it expressions from the farm. But the thing is, is you know, their attitudes are a bit like cows. You know, they never stay milked. And of course, their attitudes never stay good on their own. We got to keep working with them. We got to keep at it. And you got to remember too. You know, a happy cow always gives more milk. And if we can remember these few little simple things, I think it's going to go a long ways. Because you got to remember, you know, people connect with people, not things. And and if they can see you out there, you know, seeing them at Christmas time, and you know, just ask them, yeah, hey, what are you doing for Christmas with your people? Uh, you know, you're going someplace. Uh, you know, obviously with COVID this year, there's probably going to be some restrictions as to what people can do. But but we need to connect with them, and I think that's so important. You know that we need to do that because you got to remember, you know, the the answer to darkness is always a bit of light. And, and and when people are maybe going through a dark time this time of the year, if they can see the light at the end of the tunnel, that, hey, when I come back here in January, things are going to be like this. You know, when I come back in January, I'm going to be able to do this job. When I come back in January, I'm going to be able to do this. It's really going to help them you know, have a different attitude to go home for Christmas and obviously enjoy it more. But, you know, if you watch a movie or any kind of, a, a you know, one of these, I guess, actions, you know, plots or whatever, you know, the, the hero of any story... Have any movie ever watched, you know, that the hero, you know, the hero that's on the story that always seems like it's a hero and a villain, but the hero is the one that always does the most for other people. And, and you know, when, when, when we're in a leadership role, that's the way we have to be. Because, you know, you've heard me say it before, and it's so true, because some things never change with time. You know, as leaders, we go first. You know, we're the ones that got to say hello first. We're the ones that got to go out and communicate with the team first. We're the ones that have to, you know, make them feel comfortable at work, as hard as that could be sometimes. But you know, you know, the, the heroes of the stories are always the ones that do the most for other people. There are people that this and I, this was me to a T. You know, there was a couple of leaders in my life who I looked up to as a father figure. We look up to leaders like that sometimes as a father figure, mother figure. You know, if it happens to be, you know, if you've got a female leader. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with that because, you know, we can learn from them. You know, we can learn from them. You know, some of the best learning I've done is from other people's mistakes. So, of course, I can watch these people and I can learn from them. And if we're any kind of a critical thinker, we can always be trying to think of how we can maybe do things better. As the old saying goes, you know, you can take your vitamins before the medicine after the choice is yours. But I really believe that you should be out there now kind of helping them kind of with the vitamins and making sure that they feel good going home for Christmas. And, and you got to remember, too, 90% of businesses fail because they stopped doing what made them successful in the first place. 90% of marriages fail because they stopped doing what made them successful in the first place. And, and the thing is, is you know, we, we got to be careful, you know, that we don't stop talking to our people and, and paying attention to them. And, and like I say, you can't imagine how something as powerful as is giving your time to somebody. And the funny thing is, is, you know, we can, I, I, there's probably people listening to this podcast right now, well, I haven't got time to do that. I haven't got time to do that, you know. But, you know, it, it's funny if these people, if, if they leave, it seems like you always have time to interview somebody new. You know, that, that we can always seem to find time, you know, for an exit interview. 
uh, you know, we always, if, if, if there's a blow up, well, we always seem to have time to fix it. I, I think as leaders, we've got to learn, you know, to adjust our priorities. And, you know, in my opinion, we need to be as, as focused, if not more focused, on our people and developing our people than we would have, you know, de- developing relationships with customers. Hey, customers are good. You know, we got, uh, trust me, I need customers to stay in business. You know, there'd be no Nesbitt training without customers. And I'm very grateful to all the great customers we do have. But at the same time, there's also people behind the scenes that even help me that, you know, I will be lost without. You, know, you you got you can't imagine you know the, the stuff that goes on behind the scenes here with the daily quotes and some of the stuff that I do that you know that there's, there's a team behind it so this is why I say you know sometimes it's really easy to say we don't have time to this but you know, we always seem to find time though for the interview to be inter- interviewing somebody new when these people decide to leave as leaders it, it can happen you know strictly by accident sometimes we can develop a bit of a swelled head and think you know we don't have time for them we don't have time for them I'm asking you to develop a swelled heart and not a swelled heart. You know, we got to develop that heart to go out and see them and talk to them and, and wish them a Merry Christmas and, and, and find out what they're doing. You know, the, the funny thing is, is, you know, I've yet to see this proven wrong. When you ask somebody about their kids... It seems like they will talk forever. Somebody asks me about my daughters. Oh my goodness, I'm good to go. You, 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 you swell up with pride because you're so busy talking about you know your your family, and you know, sometimes nobody ever asks about the family. So just hey, it's as simple as hey. How's the family doing? What you got kids coming home for Christmas if they're away in school? And and it's just the fact again that you've paid attention to them, I think is really gonna go a long ways. Hey, put it this way, you've got nothing to lose by trying it. Now, and the thing is is not only that is by doing that. You know, you're helping to kind of show the culture of the company. Because you gotta remember that, that as leaders, we are the ones responsible for culture. You know, everything rises and falls on leadership, and if there's a good culture, it it, it, it goes back to the leader. And, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again, sometimes you never see the culture, but boy, you sure can feel it. You know, you sure can feel it. And when you've got somebody coming around, you know, saying, hey, look at what's happening at Christmas and whatnot, you, you can't imagine how good that's going to make them feel. So for what it's worth, I, I, I strongly suggest you do that because, you know, something so simple is going to have such a huge impact. Hey, a Christmas, you know, giving them a turkey at Christmas and all that is nice. The Christmas bonus, boy, that's all nice. But I'm going to tell you, sometimes appreciation goes a lot further than cash does. So with that being said, this, I think, is going to be, like I say, the last podcast before the new year. I want to wish you and your family a very, very Merry Christmas. I know I'm looking forward to spending time with my family at Christmas. Uh, So all the best to you. Thank you for your continued support. And by all means, rate this podcast the way you have it ready, because I think that's awesome. Appreciate your support. Merry Christmas to all of you.